I write this as the sun is rising on election day, 2020, and I'm sad. No, I'm not sad that election season is coming to an end. I certainly don't want it to be any longer. I'm tired of the campaigning, of the polarization of our nation that has increased during this election season. And I don't think I can watch another political pundit analyze what is or isn't happening or trying to handicap the race. Oh, I'm tired of the attack ads that try to paint candidates as something they're not, making claims that are less than truthful. I'm sad because in our nation today, this election day, we're talking about the possibility of violence. And be clear, this is more than just an abstract notion. We've already seen caravans of cars with Trump flags encircling a Biden campaign bus in Texas, which raised so much concern. A rally was canceled, and now the FBI is investigating what happened. And while cars encircling a bus is not necessarily a violent act, it was about intimidation and fear. And more intimidation and fear is a possibility because in some states, including where I live, Ohio, individuals can carry their weapons, handguns, and rifles to the polling places. I have to say that it would be disquieting to see a person masked with a gun standing at a polling place. Such an image seems less American and more of a third world dictatorship. I'm concerned not only for those going to vote, I'm concerned about those who are working the polling places and ensuring that every vote is counted. The concern about violence has meant, too, that polling places have had to take extra precautions, and some synagogues near polling places are on heightened alert. Fencing has been placed around some courthouses. Even the White House has added an additional fence. None of this is good. None of this speaks well for our nation. None of this bodes well for our future. For generations, we as a nation have taken pride in the idea of the peaceful transfer of power, that citizens of our nations have the right to have their voices heard at the polling booth, and when the votes are cast, the leadership of our nation would be determined. Oh, sure, I, I know it hasn't always been perfect. There have been times when there has been voter suppression, when people of color have been disenfranchised, when there have been questionable vote counts. But today feels very different, and it causes me concern. When the notion of a fair and free election is undermined, when the idea that there won't be a peaceful transfer of power, when one of the key candidates claims without proof that the election is rigged, when the claim is made that a victor needs to be declared on the election night before all the votes are counted, our system is placed in jeopardy. One needs only to hearken back to the election of 2000 to know that an election is not necessarily called on the night of the election. Bush and Gore. That election was not called until December 13th as a result of a Supreme Court ruling. And Gore, the Democratic candidate, did something incredibly important that should be a model for all. That night, he said, quote, and tonight, for the sake of our unity as a people, and the strength of our democracy, I offer my concession. He accepted his defeat for the sake of our nation. He understood that a peaceful transfer of power was essential for our nation's future. He understood there was a need for certainty about who would be our nation's next president. 
And of course, he wasn't happy about this turn of events. Gore had won the popular vote by more than a half a million. But he conceded because he knew it was right. He could have continued arguing. He could have claimed that the election was rigged, that the outcome was questionable. But for the sake of our nation, for the sake of our unity, he conceded. Gore did something incredibly patriotic. Unfortunately, I'm not expecting that to happen tonight. I have a pit in my stomach, thinking that one of the candidates will attempt to undermine the will of our people. I'm Rabbi Robert Barr of Congregation Beth Adam and our Jewish community. And as always, thanks for listening.